Welcome to Grandma Got Run Over by a Podcast, Season 2, Episode 3. My guest this week is Sam Eagle. A salute to all holidays, but mostly Christmas. That is my real name. Mm -hmm. Hi. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's correct. So this week we're going to talk about baking because Sam is a baker. I am. I pretend to be. She does so many things, but baking (laughs) is number one. Absolutely. So when did you get into baking? Um, I... Uh, I've been baking my whole life with my mom and my grandma, mm-hmm. so most of my best recipes are theirs. Mm-hmm. I have baked with your mother and you before. That's true. You have. Over Zoom during the uh, quarantines. Yes, very cute. We made a cookie. No, we made like an apple thing. Oh, right? I made a pie and you made a crisp because you didn't have pie crust. That's correct. I made an apple yeah. crisp, which was delicious. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what the other thing was. I think it was cookies. No, it was like a brownie. We made a lot of things. Yeah, I think it was a brownie. It was very good. They were both very good. Excellent mm-hmm. recipes and excellent teaching. Like under Thank your you. tutelage, I really feel <laughs> like my baking skills improved. I'm so glad. Uh, when I was nine years old, nine, mm-hmm. I think nine, mm-hmm. I won a pie baking contest like with adult people, not just like with nine-year-olds. A word? Mm-hmm. I what still have you- my little blue ribbon somewhere. That's amazing. A, a baking protege. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a young have you ever considered going on a baking show i have not because like a um, lot of them they're not professionals like yeah you probably do nailed it <laughs> i would like to think i'm at least a step above nailed it but i love that show i know you do it's one of my it, it stresses me out <laughs> i love it like to go on a show and just have nicole byer scream in my face like yeah i'll take it any day of the week <laughs> uh, i think about the great british baking show a lot but yeah. my issue is that I don't know a lot of, like, classic staples by memory, and they need to know that. So on the American versions of those shows, they have iPads and they can look them up. What? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They well, just I could do that. that on TV. <laughs> I could do that much. Yeah, most of them are not, like, memories. Because baking is such a precise science. Mm-hmm. Well, on the British very... one, it's definitely memorized because you see them yeah. mess it up a lot. I love that. I mean, even on the American ones, when they can look, they mess it up all the time. That I love right. the kids ones, the kids baking championship. Oh, me too. I mean, they make me feel terrible. Like, <laughs> I went to culinary school and I, baking was like my least, it was my Achilles heel. I could not do it. And those oh, kids I... are just like baking circles around me. I was like, sir, mm-hmm. I tried to be a professional at this. <laughs> <laughs> I often uh, think I should open a bakery when I retire, which why, isn't why really wait? retiring, but why wait it could be a side hustle that's true we do know someone that does that you could do it i could maybe i will hey if we get locked down again you might have a lot of free time to work on your baking (laughs) (laughs) so you know plus sides to everything yeah so what's your favorite uh christmas baking memory my favorite christmas baking memory i mean it doesn't have to be a favorite but like the first thing that comes to my mind is the mm-hmm. baking, which I realize is the whole point of this, but I'm going to say it That's anyway. That's okay. It's fine. Um, my it's family and I... All Christmas things. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My family and I, uh, like my grandparents too, we would make really elaborate gingerbread houses when I was little. Mm-hmm. We made like a castle. One mm-hmm. year we made a castle with a moat. A lot of castles. We're a big fantasy family. But like we'd that. go all out. We'd make a little villages where we'd each make our own house because we didn't want to have to, you know, compromise our roof plans with other people. Of course. Um, yes. A fun story is that I have 
still at the age of 34, not been able to build a gingerbread house that stands. What? Yeah. Uh, all through culinary school, both years we were in culinary school, we had, everyone had to build a gingerbread house at Christmas time for like display in the dining room that we cooked for. Mm-hmm. Never once did my gingerbread house make it. No, that's so sad. No, I can't. I can't do it. It's, I'll, it's not. I'll help one day. Thank you. I appreciate it. This yeah. this Sunday, actually, uh, Vanellope von Schweetz and Cinderella are going to break bake uh, make gingerbread houses on Vimeo. Yes, they are. I you love can, that. You could watch that. I probably will. <laughs> I, I will definitely be watching it. You know I love Vanellope. Yes. Who doesn't love Vanellope? But Vanellope's on her own if she can't get that gingerbread house up because <laughs> I'm fully not going to be of help. But I'll have, like, I've tried everything. Like, one year I had, like, at least a dozen toothpicks in a gingerbread house and <laughs> like five minutes later it was just collapsed into ruins that's so sad it really is a very upsetting time i don't even like gingerbread i don't even know why. i haven't tried oh anymore. i love gingerbread do you Mm-hmm. really it's probably my favorite christmas cookie do you make gingerbread cookies oh yeah yeah do oh, you yeah. put fresh ginger in them um sometimes oh you fancy Mm-hmm. I love that. What's your favorite thing to bake at Christmas? Uh, our most popular family Christmas cookie is called a chocolate crinkle. Mm-hmm. And it's the chocolate cookies that you put powdered sugar on. And when they bake, it looks like the top is crinkled because the powdered sugar has like created a pattern. I love that. So and I did uh, some... Continue. Oh, it's just that's our family. We always make like eight know. batches of it because... That's like, a lot. Yeah, they go quick. I love that. So I did some research for our podcast today. So now I'm going to share with you all the things I learned during that time. And I did research on holiday baking around the world. And I have 14 of the world's greatest holiday desserts. And I can't say most of their names. So this is going to be a fun (laughs) time. Uh, you can uh, tweet us at Grandma Governor by podcast to let me know how badly I messed this up. I'm very excited for this. Excellent. So the first one comes from Denmark. And um, there's no way I can say this name. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. And I was prepared for this and I knew that this moment would come. And I just want you to know all that I can think of when I see this name is Elon Musk's kid's name. <laughs> it has that A-E in it. So I would like mm. to share with you that I believe the name of this dessert is Abel Skeever. Okay. I, I could be very wrong. <laughs> so this is a light sweet treat from Denmark. And it is, it's solid like a pancake, but light and fluffy like a popover. I love a popover. But you have to be careful because the combination makes it easy to down several in one sitting. They're typically served with, and I quote, glog, which is a mold one. Ah. We love glog mm-hmm. during the Christmas season, and you might find this an, a delicious tradition to add to your family. Yes. I'm looking at pictures. Yeah. I think you did a, a bang-up job pronouncing it. Thank you. Abel, Abel Skeever. Yes. Yeah. Spherical I practiced that one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> But I was like, it's fine. I'll embarrass myself. Yeah, why on not? A podcast. Who doesn't love a little embarrassment every once in a while? <laughs> so the next country we're going to travel to? Hungary. Mm, this is going to be even better. 
for pronunciation. Yep. It's not as bad. It has all letters I can identify. <laughs> so that's good. So this is called a um, bigly, perhaps. Ah. This pastry is ubiquitous with the Christmas season in Hungary. Okay. Ubiquitous. Good word. Thank you. It is comes with one of two decadent fillings, sweet and dense poppy seed paste or hearty minced walnuts. Hmm. Obviously, Interesting. Love walnuts. It looks like the chocolate chip cookie or like the chocolate chip cookie. You can walk into any bakery to pick up a roll in wintertime, but every family has their own tradition of or take on this dessert. It looks kind of like um, like a rolled thing, like a cinnamon like roll. Like a Swiss roll? Maybe. Mm, a cinnamon roll. Okay. Okay. Yeah, something to that effect. And it looks like, you know, you would like probably enjoy this. I feel like I would enjoy this is what I'm saying. Like, I'm not confident I would enjoy the last one. Although I do love a popover, I don't mm-hmm. know that I would enjoy it. I, well, I it's do buttermilk, think I would so it'd just... probably be a lot like a pancake. I mean, I I'm gonna be honest, not a huge fan of pancakes. Oh. Like they're okay. They're okay, but like I would choose a waffle almost every time. Oh, me too. Waffles are yes. my favorite food, and that's not a joke they're or crispy. a bit. They're perfect. They're crispy and soft and warm, and you can put ice cream on top of them and no one will judge you. Mm-hmm. We love that about a waffle. Yeah, Rich made me waffles for my birthday a couple years ago, and he burned his arm so bad, there is still a scar. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, honestly, it's very impressive. Yes. I love that. From, I still have scars from when I was in culinary school. So, I mean, those kind of scars, they don't, they take a while. Yeah, they stick okay. with you. It's all right. It's, it's a battle wound. So, next, we're going to go to Sweden. I feel like just looking at this picture, I, I would eat this. Yes. But now I've looked at the name and now I think maybe <laughs> not. Um, I can definitely say, th- I, I can't definitely say this one. I'm going to try. Pepper Karkor. Pepper There's no R. There's no R. There you go. There's no second R. Oh, Pepper Kakor. Yeah. Pepper Kakor. It sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> All right, it looks like it's just a cookie. Uh, but these are Swedish spiced cookies. The dough is rolled until transparent to yield buttery thin cookies that will snap at the tap of a knuckle. If you manage to snap your cookie into a perfect three pieces, you get a wish. But only if you eat the cookie without saying a word. I love that. That's so cute. I need to make these. Who fulfills the wish the and if the, you don't tell anybody how do they know the swedes they they know yeah they just know i'm sure it's like a wishbone you know who knows who who fulfills so, it i don't so know so you're telling me that like no i need to know you're telling me <laughs> i think like with the turkey wishbones like the the ghosts of the turkeys fulfill the wishes I'm pretty sure that I always thought that, but never said that out loud before. <laughs> so, judge away. Well, what if this is the, uh, the ghost of the plants that the spices came from for the spice cookies? I feel like that's a stretch, Sam. 
probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like also like I would really like it if Will Smith just showed up full blue genie and granted those wishes. Well, maybe he does. You know, I've never tried it. I feel like they probably can't afford him. Maybe it's like a knockoff Will Smith. I love Will Smith. That's all. Moment of silence for appreciation of Will Smith. <laughs> Big fan. So I have already decided I would never in a million years eat the next one. Hmm. It is from the Ukraine. Which also Lana from 90 Day Fiance was from the Ukraine. And turns out she was real and no one was more shocked than me. <laughs> Sidebar. So this is called Kutya. Kutya, right? Yeah. I think so. That sounds right. They also eat this in Russia and Belarus. The Christmas That's season. Not surprising. No, I mean that makes sense. There was another girl in 90 Day Fiance from Russia, but like she also was a little bit crazy. When I was uh, little, I learned how to say uh, one to ten in Russian. Did like you? count from one to ten. Mm-hmm. Can you do it now? Adin That sounded Russian. It I cannot was. confirm or deny if that's correct. I probably messed it up. I'm gonna go ahead and give that's you my all the points it. for that though. Thank you so much. That sounded good. <laughs> so this could yeah situation is a sweet green pudding. Mm-hmm. It is a mixture of sugar and butter. With wheat berries, poppy seeds, walnuts, and it gets its sweetness from a generous drizzle of honey. Fun fact traditionally, this dish is eaten first at the Christmas supper, so you don't have to feel bad about eating dessert any other time first. But also, um, it looks disgusting. It just sounds like oatmeal. It sounds um, like like a like an oatmeal kind of thing. I guess, but it doesn't have oats. No, it's got wheat berries, which is a a grain. Like a oats. word? I thought that was a fruit. No. I don't eat things like this. I know. It looks like I would leave this for the the reindeer. This picture does not look good, but it sounds like it could be okay. No. No, it doesn't. Okay. Nothing about this is appealing, <laughs> and uh, I'm just, I'm ready to leave the Ukraine. Like, I've had enough of them. All right, all right. I'll right. trick you into eating it one day. I don't see how, because you would need to eat that with a spoon, and, like, no. I, I will remember this. All right, so now we're in Greece, which okay. sounds delightful. I love Greek food. Love a gyro. Big fan of a gyro. Mm-hmm. So they're You're welcome for that. I, I love you. <laughs> uh, so their Christmas dessert, mm-hmm. um, okay, is called the Mellow Macarona. Not to be confused with the Macarena, which is a dance. Yes. Which apparently I've learned on TikTok that you can do to any song. So I didn't now, know now you know that fun fact. I'm surprising. I really haven't delved out of baking TikTok. Really? I'm happy watching cakes getting decorated. I could watch that for hours. I have a lot of different TikToks that come up on my For You page. It's a wild place. Prison TikTok is my favorite. So 
It's a wild time. We'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> so these Greek sweets are not run-of-the-mill cookies. They're sticky mm. sweet. They have a sticky sweet honey glaze, a dusting of walnut pieces. These treats will have you licking your fingers like no cookie you've ever eaten before. And oil base means their texture are closer to cake than cookie. And they're flavored with bright seasonal splashes of orange and brandy. We love alcohol in our desserts here mm-hmm. at Grandma Got Run Over Podcast. I mean, these look good. I would eat these. They do. They kind of remind me of Madeline's. Yeah, they have like a Madeline shape. The only thing yeah. that concerns me is that I feel like I would get sticky from eating this, and that is not something I enjoy. Well, I mean, sometimes you got to sacrifice it for the, for the dessert. Yeah, I feel like I would, I would at least try these, though. Unlike the I like, I'm like adding this to my mental to bake list. Those look good. Yeah, these look really good. I would definitely eat these. So far, these are my favorite. Okay, now we're going to France. And I have eaten this, so. I have not. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. I'll get you one. I know where to get these. Thank you. I have have an aunt who loves the Swiss colony, and this is one of their their big things they send out at Christmas. Ah. Mm -hmm. Bouche de Noël. It's basically a log cake. Like, Mm. they just roll it up. Yep. It's it's great. It's delicious. Dust it in cocoa powder, so it's brown. Right, because it looks like a log. Mm -hmm. It's a bouche de Noël. It's a Christmas bush. We love it. It's got mm-hmm. sponge cake, sugar, all all the Christmas yeah. things you can want. Chocolate. It's decadent chocolate buttercream filling. Tastes just as good as the cake looks. And I do love buttercream. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite cake topping. Outside it's of probably mine. Outside of Fudgy the Whale, obviously. That's like not even. That can't be counted. It's unfair. I agree. Fudgy the Christmas Whale is the superior Christmas dessert. And if you have any questions about that, you can see last year's conversation on Twitter that I had with Carville. They agreed. There with we me. go. All right. So now we're in Colombia, which mm-hmm. we love Colombia. Their, their dessert looks questionable. Huh. It's called Natilla, and it is made not by... Not to be confused with Nutella. No, Nutella. Not at all the same. No, yeah. no. These are the donut holes. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. They do fry them. Uh, so I'm going to just read what this says. Uh, in Colombia, you'll get more than your fair share of this sweet custard dessert and the spirit of the season by giving Natilla is made by families throughout the country to be enjoyed at home with friends and neighbors so everyone ends up thoroughly satisfying their sweet tooth. Latin grocery stores sell already made Nutella mix to speed up the process. We love that semi-homemade look. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the, the thing on the bottom is part of it. I think the thing on the bottom is it. Because it says it's a custard holes. and the donut holes are probably like dipped in it. Okay, It's okay. kind of like dessert salsa. Right? That's definitely Which not is, the direction I would have gone. No, that's not what I anticipated when I saw this photo <laughs> either, and I was unprepared for that. Um, I don't like custard. I don't like custard at all. So I do. Not super into this. Well, but I would dip a donut in pretty much anything. So 
they have that huh. going for them. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I would try it. Unlike the Ukrainian one. Like I think I would try the that. Ukrainian one. I really do. No, I still no. It, no. No. So now we're we're uh we're in Santa Slane. We're going to Germany. Mm-hmm. For, Taking a weird path around. We are. This is honestly <laughs> not we're not saving on reindeer power. Mm-mm. So I I'm not gonna be able to say this. Not Good as luck. bad as the first one. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so this one's called Lebkuchen. Le- Lebkuchen. Lebkuchen. Yep, I'm going with sure. that. I mean, it just looks like a cookie. Soft, mm-hmm. fluffy, and rich with a seasonal flavor. These Germanic... Oh, they're gingerbreads. Yes. Oh, how nice. Unlike our gingerbread man, they're usually glazed or covered in chocolate, a tradition we all might find quite easy to adopt. This comes in a harder version called, oh, Jesus, Lebkuchen Hearts. Yep. Which are inscribed with icing. Fun fact. The closest thing Germany has to the gingerbread man is the, what have I done? Honigkuchpinford. Honigkuchpinford. Oh, no, that's not right. Honigkuchenford. A honey cake horse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't like gingerbread men, so I do, and these look great. They're like puffy they do. Little, they're like a they, little fluffy. They look delicious. They look like poofy, like they were fried and not baked. Mm-hmm. Which now I feel like I should fry a cookie. You just want to make sure you make it right. You want to make it cakier. Yeah, that makes sense. But like, I love a churro. It kind of reminds me of a churro, like the, mm. the like the fun side story. Poofiness? Last year for Thanksgiving, instead mm-hmm. of making pies, we made churros and filled them with various pie fillings. I love that. Mm-hmm. It seems as if I will be making Thanksgiving dinner this year, so mm. maybe we can do that here. Yeah, at the home. Let's see, I love churros, so I would be all for that. They looked real ugly, but they tasted really good. That's okay. Uh, truly, the taste is all that matters. Yes. It's, it's what's on the inside that counts. <laughs> <laughs> and the inside was pie filling. Perfect. As long as it's not pumpkin, I'm interested. I did some pumpkin, some apple, some mixed berry. Oh, we fancy. I think that was all I did. No pecan? I'm, I don't like nuts. But you wanted to eat the thing from the Ukraine. That had nuts in it, you know. I'll try it. I'm just saying. Didn't look Listen, great. I get a lot of I get a lot of strange looks for saying I don't like peanut butter, so I love peanut butter. I know. I don't like Nutella. Sometimes I tell people I'm allergic to nuts so they go like, Oh, I'm sorry, I won't give you the peanut butter. And it's like, okay, thank That's you polite. for not looking at me strange. That's <laughs> polite. I, I love that for you. Okay, so now we're in Finland, and this one is going to be a time. I feel like I've had this before. It looks very familiar, but I definitely didn't mm-hmm. call it this. No. Jul Utortut. Jul Utortut. Tort Mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, they kind of look like little tarts, but they're cookies, like tart cookies. Mm-hmm. I support them fully. They're beautiful, flaky, and filled with molten prune jam. Oh, prunes. No. The holiday season. Well, we can fill them with something different. Right. 
Yes, Reed Hood and Reed Wood. The holidays simply aren't complete in the Nordic North without these pinwheel-shaped cookies. An airy dusting of powdered sugar completes the seasonal feel of these sweets that are best consumed piping hot. <laughs> if you're planning on making them at home, find a good diagram online so the folding doesn't get too confusing. That does look like it would get confusing. Yeah. They do look like little pinwheels. Mm-hmm. They're very cute. I feel like we eat these here, but they're not prune-filled. Um, I think you might be thinking of like less of like a cookie and more like a pastry, because a lot of times like pastry dough is folded like that. I do love pastries. They're my favorite. I was also just thinking just now, a sh- mm-hmm. like a little sugar plum filling would probably be real cute and Christmassy. Oh, that'd be real cute. You could listen to Tchaikovsky. Mm-hmm. It would be a lovely time for everyone involved, I feel. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. I would try it. Unlike that other thing. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> to Romania we go. <sighs> Kozoniki? Kozonisi? No idea. Yeah, that sounds right. Although you'll usually find this sweet bread gracing tables throughout Macedonia, Albania, and Bulgaria during Easter, it's prepared for the most major holidays in Romania. Although the dough is the same all over the country, versions vary widely among regions. This bread can be filled, studded with bright lemon zest, topped with poppy seeds, or spiked with vanilla or rum flavor. Yes. All variations sound equally delicious, except for the rum one. That sounds way better. <laughs> I love lemon and poppy seed, though. I'll say it. Um, sure. I think They're lemon's okay. a really underrated flavor. I do love using, like, lemon zest in cooking mm-hmm. because, like, that, like, acidity really brings out other flavors mm-hmm. and it makes other things the star. I do appreciate that and very much enjoy them. I will agree. Um, I don't think bread is dessert, though. But we love a sweet bread. But, like, yeah, but also, like, is it dessert? Sam's story time, going back to my family traditions. Please. We make a, like, a slightly sweetened dinner roll. Mm-hmm. And we, we make bread from scratch because that's what we've always done. Mm-hmm. And we make them... And like when we ba- go to bake them after shaping them into little rolls, we put them in a Christmas tree pattern. Yeah. And then when they're cooled, we ice them to look like a little Christmas tree. I love that. And we call them Christmas tree rolls and it's breakfast on Christmas morning. Yeah, I would rather eat breakfast sweet rolls than dessert sweet rolls. But I love that. I would, I would definitely participate in that. Oh, yeah. That sounds delightful. I would enjoy that. So... We're in Iceland now. And um, I immediately will not be trying this. This looks disgusting. Well, it's... Never mind. Introduce it first. Okay. This is called... Uh, uh-huh. Mandelgruter. Mondula Grouter. That sounds right. Sure. I haven't traveled to Iceland yet, so I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not familiar with their their speech tones. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Excuses, excuses. I would love to go to Iceland, though, because I'm really interested in the Blue Lagoon. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a Christmas pudding, and we all know how I feel about that. Yeah. Uh, It takes a special twist. Christmas puddings take a special twist in countries like Sweden and Iceland. This rice pudding has a whole almond hidden somewhere. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> the lucky supper guest who eats the almond is said to have good luck in the coming year. That's how cute. do you I know love how? things that are like you get a wish or you get good luck. I love that. How how do you how do you know who ate the almond? I'm I'm assuming like this one to... doesn't say keep it a secret, so I'm assuming they'll be like, I got it, I got it. But like how do you know they're not lying? Only they show it to you. In their mouth? No, like you dig around with your spoon or whatever. I guess. That's kind of like um, the New Orleans tradition around Mardi Gras where they put a baby Jesus in their sweet cake. Mm-hmm. That has a name that I can't think of right now. I don't know. Just, I don't and then, remember. And then you gotta, oh, it's king cake. King cake. Okay. Because, yeah, then you gotta find the Jesus in the cake. Which you think they should do for Christmas, because, like, Jesus' birthday? No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we're traveling to Chile for another bread. Oh, it's not bread. It's not bread. It's not? Dang it. Getting my hopes up. Yeah, I think you're going to be let down by this anyway. Pan de Pascua. Is a traditional fruitcake that wishes it could be like chili's spiced pan discua. Candied fruits are scattered throughout the sponge cake like batter, along with walnuts, raisins, and ginger for a toothsome cake that captures the warm flavors of the season. Originally, never a good word to use. No, nothing about this sounds good. Originally introduced by German immigrants, this cake has been absorbed into the Chilean tradition. I mean, it doesn't look bad in the pictures, but like... It doesn't look good, though. It looks dense. Yeah. Toothsome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they say it falls somewhere between the German Stolen and the Italian Panettone. So that's interesting. My grandmother used to eat Panettone every Christmas. It came in a box. Mm -hmm. I remember this from growing up. I have never seen it before moving to New York. Really? Yeah. Fascinating. I've never eaten it. But I've seen it my whole life. So, I mean, it's delightful, I, I guess. You guess. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. My The Marino family approves, but I can't <laughs> say I do. As a family, we're into it, but, you know. It's always there mm-hmm. at Christmas. I still have never participated. It's like a fruitcake, you know? It's there. A couple people eat it. Yeah, I honestly have never, since my grandma is no longer with us, I have never seen it opened since then. But there's always one. So you, you can know, save I, some money by using the same box every year. I can't, like, I can't confirm my aunt doesn't do that. Ah. Like, it might be the same one. I don't know. Yeah. I watched a Hallmark Christmas movie about that with Melissa Joan Hart. This woman was like, oh, hello, this fits. This woman was like, her husband went to war and never came back. But every year she, I know it was a sad one. Every year she like 
put some kind of stuff on the fruitcake to keep it moist for in case he came home. I don't It was a sad one, but it wasn't a bad one. It was cute. Like, she played a news reporter and she told he likes like fruitcake. Yeah, it was like a 50 year old fruitcake. I don't know. It was great. It got Melissa Joan Hart a job. <laughs> she replaced Jack Hay on like the Today Show. <laughs> it was a great movie. Highly suggested. I could not tell you the name of it. Great. That's Actually, I can. Small. I think it was Reporting Christmas. It's on of the Hallmark channel. Was. That was the last Hallmark movie Melissa Joan Hart made. Now she goes to the Lifetime channel. Mm, she's stepping up. I is that how you feel? <laughs> Although, yes, I don't disagree. But I love the Hallmark Channel. I know I mean, you do. I do. I have started to watch the Lifetime ones now. I feel like I'm cheating on Hallmark a little bit. It's a struggle. I'm so okay. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you for helping me troubles. through this. I feel like I'm cheating, but I'm not. It's fine. So now we travel to Belgium. And I would definitely yes, eat this. Ooh. Can I say it? No, I don't know. The Cognu. Haven't we been in Belgium already? I think that we were possibly there in the second You part? read about this. I'm going to go look. Okay. Well, if you're in the market for a sweet and seasonal breakfast and dessert, take a note from the Belgians. Their sweet Christmas bread shaped like baby Jesus. <laughs> ah! It is. I definitely didn't see that. <laughs> I see it now. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, Belgium. This sweet Christmas bread, shaped like baby Jesus, is studded with raisins and traditionally paired with a mug of hot chocolate. Hint, if you're having an afternoon holiday party, serving hot chocolate and delicious bread is a great way to warm up your guests as they come in from the cold. Oh my god, it does look like a baby. Right? <laughs> I would still eat it, but probably not. Maybe not, because I don't like raisins. I feel like I, I can't eat delicious. it knowing it's supposed to look like a baby. Not just any baby. Eight pounds, six pounds, baby Jesus. Baby Jesus is my favorite Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do you dip it in the hot chocolate. So, I mean, that's... That's like, definitely well, just a I mug of milk next to it, though, in this picture. Yes. There's no chocolate in there. Maybe it's white hot chocolate. Maybe. I wouldn't eat that though. So I don't know. No. Goodness gracious. In our last country as we travel the world, a la Carmen San Diego, the Dominican Republic. <laughs> oh boy. For the Bunello. Yeah. I think. There's an accent, but I think I nailed that. Bunello? Oh, that's better than me. You'll find these sweets at many Latin American Christmas celebrations. They come with a variety of sweet and savory fillings as well as glazes, but in the Dominican Republic, they're syrupy sweet. Flavored with anise, fried, and covered in a cinnamon sugar syrup, they get an exotic touch from coconut water used in place of water in the finishing glaze. Fun fact. In nearby countries, they're covered in honey or caramel, so pick your favorite and dip away. Those look wonderful. They do. They look like um, in Brazil, they have uh, like their little bread things. They're called pau de queijo. 
and they look just okay. like that, but they have cheese on the inside. Mm. This is like the dessert version. Yes. They Which look like eat? little donut holes, but like neater. Yeah, that makes sense. I wonder what size they are because if they're if this photo is like very zoomed in, they could also look like um, honey balls, which is an Italian thing, that are not covered in honey yet. Mm. I also enjoy a honey ball, but I have only ever eaten like three of them. That was another thing my grandma used to bring to Christmas, and I never yeah. really saw anyone eat them. Every year. I don't think anything ever goes uneaten at our Christmases. Usually, like, people will make specific things for yeah. certain people. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this coconut cookie that no one eats except me, I think. My grandma oh. always makes, like, a small batch just for me. I love that. She I, puts them out for everyone, but, idea. you know, they're for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I, um, and we have, like, a lot of, of food. But there's always, like, 75 different desserts. Yes. And, and we do Christmas Eve at my aunt's house, so, like... As we're leaving, she's trying to pawn off all the extra <laughs> dessert on everyone. She's yeah. like, take a pie. I'm like, I don't like pumpkin. <laughs> that happens every year. It's delightful. Yeah, but there's not all... enough cookies. Oh, we're all it's we're a mainly cookie family. You know, everyone brings Tupperwares of cookies home with them after Christmas. I love that. Mm-hmm. I um last night I purchased a sugar cookie decorating kit. And okay. I've decided that I will be baking cookies this Christmas. I love that. Sugar yeah. cookies are the one thing that I can never seem to get right. When I was younger, we made sugar cookies every Christmas and we decorated them, but like, not great. Yeah. No. But I mean, I would eat them, but they were always like a little dry. Yeah. So the Sherman tried to protect, perfect the sugar cookie. But baking is also, as previously stated, my Achilles heel when it comes yes. to cooking. So, And I am no help because sugar cookies are my Achilles heel in baking. Oh, perfect. <laughs> but I have a KitchenAid mixer, so like I'll feel professional and be like, bam. Yeah. Butter. Sugar. Flour. Flour. Thank you. <laughs> I've, I've never seen that. But yeah, I, I love Christmas. I don't know. So do you have any other yes, Christmas? that's why you have a podcast about Christmas. Yes. Yes, I do. Thank you for listening. <laughs> do you have any other Christmas-related baking things? Do you... What, what? So you said that your family only eats cookies for dessert? Mainly. There's usually, like, often a pie or two. Like there's but... no cake? No, not usually. No fudgy the Christmas whale. No fudgy the Christmas whale. We don't have Carvels in Washington. So Don't hold far. me to that. If you're listening and you're you know of a Carvels, prove me wrong. But I, I don't think there are any. I'm first of all so sorry that you grew up in a place without Fudgy <laughs> the Whale. Fudgy the Whale is, I love him so much. I know. I, I was in a store yesterday and there was like a Carvel ice cream display, and they had like the Thanksgiving turkey, which like he's very cute and I respect him, but I did yell from halfway down the aisle that he would never be fudgy the whale and my sister was like i cannot be in public with you anymore (laughs) and i was like i just wanted him to know (laughs) i love fudgy the whale yes every every holiday is fudgy the whale appropriate i think that's fair 
Thank you. I had a fudgy the Thanksgiving well this year. Nope, a fudgy the Halloween well, rather. I was going to say, wait. I will have, I will have a fudgy the Thanksgiving well. There, there will be. There's yes. no option. We'll be having Thanksgiving with four, maybe six people. Mm-hmm. And I'm planning on baking four pies. What size pies? That's yet to be determined. <laughs> and what pies will you be baking? Uh, an apple. Uh, mixed berry, favorite. which is what I won the award for when I was nine. Right, that's correct. In the mixed berry pie prodigy that you mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm making those two because we're also making pumpkin pie and pecan pie for mm-hmm. pretty much everyone else, but I don't like those pies. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I need pies I like, so I'm going to make two because that's rational. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so we'll each have our own pie. I love that. I think that sounds delightful. I I enjoy that. And now will there be other things? Are you making... Will there be accoutrement to the pie? What do you mean? Whipped cream, ice cream. Will you be eating them warm? Will you be eating them cold? Possibly. Room temperature. I think it depends on the person, you know, however Mm -hmm. they want their pie. Mm -hmm. And your particular pies? Um... After Thanksgiving dinner, mm-hmm. room temperature, mm-hmm. eaten for breakfast the morning after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. warm. Fascinating. I would go Pie the opposite. I would go. It does. I would go the opposite way on that, though. Really? Yes. I would. I would put it in the oven and eat it warm after my dinner with some cold ice cream on top. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. To balance out, I love that warm pie and, and cold ice cream. I've never been a fan of the ice cream with cake or pie, only because like if, if it's a good cake or pie, I just want to eat the cake or pie. Okay, so hear me out. Just eat more of it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like stop this, right yep, there. Perfect. Yep, mm-hmm. The end. There's no reason to can <laughs> nope, just keep going. Just eat more pie. Eat more pie. But I love Warm apple pie with vanilla ice cream, caramel drizzle, and whipped cream. Like, that is the perfect Thanksgiving dessert outside of Fudgy the Thanksgiving Whale for me. Um, I do not do this, but there are members of my family who will eat slices of cheddar cheese with apple pie. No. They don't put it on, they just have it with. Just, No. What, what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> they don't put it on it. They just have it with it. They have it like, yeah. Like, is it like string it. cheese or just chewing no. the string cheese no, at the like, same time? Like a little piece of the cheddar cheese with the pie. Why? They like it. I don't know. Why? How? <laughs> I don't. This is not the first I've heard of this, but it still is offensive to me every time. Okay. I, I did not say I do that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I actually have a friend, Molly, who I just realized should be on my podcast this year. She eats apple pie like that, and I don't understand why. Maybe she can answer the question for us. She, well, she'll have to be on and answer that question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's from Connecticut. Now she lives in Illinois. It's got to be related. Maybe. Perhaps. But also, Why? <laughs> I can't get down with that. Well, we all have our things. We do. And you just have a lot of them. I have so many things. 
I have so far too many things. It's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. I regret not a single one of them. Yeah. It's fine. There you go. Mm-hmm. So this has been a great podcast. Yes. I appreciate yes, you being on it. But before we wrap this up. Okay. There are five questions you have to answer. You have answered them already. So yes. I would like to encourage you to pick different answers unless you That's feel incredibly that I remember stronger. what I said last year. Perfect. I remember <laughs> one of them. So we'll see if you repeat it. Okay. So question number one. Okay. What is your favorite thing about Christmas? Getting to see my family. I love that. I have such memories of like my grandparents' house covered in decorations and lights and their their living room is like wood mm-hmm. panel so it feels very cozy and there's always mm-hmm. like a fire and I just have such strong memories of just the warmth and the love and that's that mental image is my favorite part of Christmas. I love that. I that is exceptional. That is a great choice. I love the happiness that Christmas brings and absolutely and it stems from memories like that. So I, mm-hmm. I support that fully. Number two, what is your favorite Christmas song? Christmas wrapping, by the way. Oh, yes, absolutely. We love a Christmas song that happens in a grocery (laughs) store. (laughs) Not many things make me happier. Um, That's another thing. Close second is Mm -hmm. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas because my cat is really fat. And I like to think that he is the hippopotamus. I mean, don't tell your cat that. You're going to give him a complex. He knows. I sing it to him. No, that's not polite. <laughs> Fine. Which cat? Simon. Publicly shame him. Mm-hmm. Simon. Poor Simon. He's a little chunky boy. Garfunkel's over there like, I'm not a hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. Now that we've embarrassed both of your cats. Yes. What as we should. Is, absolutely. What is your favorite Christmas movie? I thought you said smoothie at first, and I was like, what? I love smoothies. (laughs) However. My favorite Christmas movie is All of the Other Reindeer, and if you've mm -hmm. never seen it, listen to the episode I was on last year where I accidentally talked for 20 minutes about the plot in great detail. Yes, and the good news is, if you listen to that episode, you don't have to watch All of the Other Reindeer. I think it's like a 30-minute movie, Mm -hmm. and I talked about the whole thing in 30 minutes. That is the one I knew you were going to answer that way. (laughs) I love that. So this one, number four, is very fitting of this podcast episode. What kind of cookies do you leave out for Santa? Mm, I like to leave a variety. You know, so mm-hmm. he can, he has lots of options. Usually mm-hmm. like a gingerbread. Mm-hmm. We usually do Rice Krispie treats with red and green M&Ms. So we'll leave mm-hmm. one of those. A sugar cookie, a crinkle. Mm-hmm. Basically want everything. Give him, a, give him a good spread. And always some carrots for the reindeer perfect that is that's solid that's very thoughtful and i appreciate that and i i like i love to shame the people that come on the podcast and don't leave anything out for the reindeer that's so rude i absolutely will shame you if you come on my podcast and do not leave anything (laughs) out for the reindeer okay last question okay do you have anything you'd like to promote anything you want people to follow you on instagram kindness sure go green wear a mask Yep, that's been popular this year. Uh, um, adopt, don't shop. Mm-hmm. Have your Love pet that. spayed or neutered. <laughs> don't be a dick. 
that's polite. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm not cool on the internet. I don't have things to follow. I guess follow me on Instagram because I just recently created one of those like little pin stories of like all my baking. So like as go. the season picks up, I'm going to put a bunch more on there. That's good. I guess so, I do have a little plug. There you go. What is and my Instagram Do you want to share your Instagram? Yeah, wait, if I remember I it, know it because it's, it's phenomenal. It's Sam is eating. It's There's at underscores. Sam is eating with underscores between each word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And I actually uh, made my Instagram that before I even really got into publicly like baking for people. So that's just my life. You were just publicly eating at that time? I was. <laughs> always. Me too. I support it fully. <laughs> well, thank you for being on my podcast yet again. Thank you. I appreciate always it very much. If you enjoyed this episode of Grandma Got Run Over by Podcasts, come back next week for another fun-filled episode of Grandma Got Run Over by Podcasts. Yes, it will be the Thanksgiving episode, so who knows what's going to happen. And keep an eye on the Grandma Got Run Over by a Podcast Instagram, because I'm going to be sending Kathleen lots and lots of pictures. Yeah, we're going to put up all of Sam is eating's baked goods <laughs> before she eats them. Yes. All right, we'll see you Not next post. week. Grandma Not Got Run Over eating. by a Podcast fans. And then, yeah, thank you. <laughs>